everyone, I'm Kendria. I need you to go like, follow, and subscribe. Soul Productions. What's up everyone? And this is Next Level Thinking. What's up, everyone? It's another episode of Next Level Thinking, where we always bring you inspiration, I guess, to help you take it to the next level. It's your host, Chris Holmes, and today I have a special guest by the name of... Shay, your love diva, Levister. Awesome. So let's go ahead and hit the ground running, so tell the audience a little bit about yourself, so I can see the great smile and the personality, the energy going, but I'm going to go ahead and give you the mic so you can tell the audience a little bit more. <laughs> There's so much to tell about me. What exactly do you want to know? So where did the, like, the origin story come from? Like, who is this great person, Shay? <laughs> well, that's very interesting. Um, I started off like a lot of women who are currently struggling when it comes to the whole area of love, dating, and relationships. Um, I grew up in a very dysfunctional home. I discuss often um, in my YouTube videos how I witnessed my father abused my mother on a regular basis, even sometimes spanking her with a belt as if she was a child. And the little girl in me grew up believing that love hurt, that it's love equals abuse, and um, that I had to earn love. And so that led to, even against my desires, even against my wishes and happiness, that led to me attracting dysfunctional relationships. And so when my daughter was five weeks old, um, we were homeless and we didn't have really much to our to my name. I didn't have anything. And I remember promising her that A, she was going to see mommy be loved so that she knew what it looked like. B, I was going to break the cycle because uh, my grandmother, my mother, and myself had all been in abusive, dysfunctional relationships. And I didn't want her to experience that. And then, see, I promised her a backyard. And I set out on this journey of um, completing that promise. And so when I got into the dating game, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just kind of playing Russian roulette with my love life. I met all kinds of jerks. I met guys who were liars, who were cheaters, who three months would be fine, and he's all into me. And then the next moment, he's ghosting me. And I decided to launch an experiment. And I went on over a hundred dates in three months. And when you I said say dates, like hundred dates, one hundred, a one zero zero dates. And when I say <laughs> dates, because a lot of people automatically think sex and kissing and all that, but ladies and gentlemen, those are not dates. Those are sexapades. A date is only when you are entertaining the option of considering this person to be your potential mate, man, woman, etc. Um, and so I went on these dates. I interviewed thousands of men, women, and couples. I read hundreds of relationship books, um, human behavior books, because I wanted to understand why people did what they did, what made a woman continue to stay with a guy who would lie to her, cheat on her, or hurt her, and what caused a guy to choose one woman over another woman. And so that landed me discovering secrets. And that right there uh, brings up a lot because especially from, do you think that is, because when you, in the beginning, I used to think that too, like, you know, beating and showing aggressive was like a form of love and things like that. And it's not always the case because that leads to domestic violence. Um, I think 
what I'm trying to ask, like, do you think that's a mixture of like your background and culture? What's like uh, publicizing media uh, where most people see love as that image instead of like the more of a softer, passionate kind of view and perspective? I think people have a dysfunctional, bastardized version or view of what love really is. And it's really unfortunate because, you know, on all the images in the shows and everywhere you see, love has to be this push-pull. It has to be this big, dramatic finish in order for it to be real. Um, and so you have young people raising themselves because they're not growing up in functional households and they're just replicating what it is they see, what it is they see in their household and what it is that they're seeing in TV, um, in the songs. And unfortunately, that's not love. I call that um, love prostitution. You know, when you only give love or expect love, if somebody does what you want them to do, then basically you're pimping your love. Love has no conditions. Love has no requirements or expectations. You give it because that's who you are. And you allow somebody else to give you love once they have earned your heart, your mind, and your body. You're not just indiscriminate about who you're jumping in bed with or who you're choosing um, to give your heart to. And so all of this is like a shift in a mindset because you know one of the reasons why even when I knew everything that I knew, because once I did the experiment and did all the research, um, I was helping hundreds of women to find love and get into relationships, but I was still attracting dysfunctional relationships. Why? What was it that caused me to keep selecting the wrong guy? Well, it's because of something in nature called homeostasis. That's the natural tendency to go back to what is normal, go back to what it is that you know, and, and so our I guess because it's comfortable too as well. Exactly. And our subconscious mind is what brings us back to that because our subconscious mind is not designed to make us happy. It's designed to keep us alive. So if we grew up in a dysfunctional household where our fathers weren't present or where they were disconnected or where they were abusive and that's, we survived that and that's what's normal, then we're going to continue to recreate that in our adulthood until we can heal those residual beliefs, those ideas, and those behaviors. I completely agree with that too as well because uh, it is a shift into the mindset of what you're used to around your family and shift into like completely different what's better for you. And you did hit on something very big is our mind originally is set for being protective, safe. And you really can't get all the greatest things in life by being safe even with goals and things like that, and especially love. Uh, but also you got to, I'm going to say like this, know your self-worth and know what your uh, true values of, and then stand firm on to that. Yeah, and it's so funny because, you know, one of the reasons why I do what I do is because, you know, women are constantly hearing all of the catchy phrases like, you need to forgive, you need to love yourself, you need to you know, understand your self-worth, but it's kind of like, how in the heck do you do that? Like, how do you do that when everything that you have experienced up until this point has made you believe that you are unworthy, that you have to earn love, and that all guys are dogs? Like, what do you do when those are embedded ideas and those are embedded belief systems that are within you? Telling yourself positive thoughts and ideas does not work. It's important to 
So I understand, you know, one of the things I say is that I love Maya Angelou, and this is no disrespect to Maya Angelou at all, but she was absolutely incorrect when she said, when you know better, you do better. That's just not true. It's when you can retrain your subconscious mind to do better is when you do better. And so all of this stems from knowing the laws of dating, knowing what is the strategy for making yourself, um, putting yourself in a lane where there's no competition, making yourself so desirable that you can't help but to get multiple options when it comes to love, but combining that with the law of attraction, aligning energetically with attracting the right person, as well as the science behind all of this. What is the science behind attraction? What is the science behind why a guy would select one woman over another? Even the woman that has sex with him, he won't even find her as desirable as a woman who refuses to have sex with him as he's getting to know her. Why is that? It sounds also a lot like, like the laws of the universe and like your actions and things like that. It's like what you put out there into the universe you shall receive. Uh, exactly yeah that's true so if you're putting out there that all guys are dogs and that you deserve or that you're always going to attract bad relationships then that's what you're going to get back all right so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna piggyback on this and pick it up even more so i'm pretty sure you see this all the time because we have social media such as facebook instagram and all that and we we know like women lo- want the love of their lives naturally and us guys want the love of our lives too but one thing that i'm seeing a lot of is this is they say they want this but what they're posting and what they're saying more constantly is like the complete opposite and then they're wondering why i guess the other or as you say dogs are coming into their inboxes right so, like, so how do you, it, go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no, I was saying like, so do you feel like uh, your actions also on social media also ties into what you're bringing into your universe? Absolutely. Um, social media is the biggest magnifier of energetic vibration. So when you put something on social media, it's not just in your immediate world. It now blasts out into multiple people's world. So multiple people are now thinking and vibrating whatever you put out there about you and so that's going to come back multiplied to you so it's important that you are careful with your words and you know what you're putting out um on social media because if it's not something that you want to experience in real life then you definitely should not be putting it out there but unfortunately at the end of the day people are putting out what they believe you know a belief is only a thought so if you believe that your only value is in popping your behind and dropping it like it's hot and being mostly naked, then guess what? Then you're going to get back an equal and opposite response to that way of thinking. And I'm so glad you brought that up and not me <laughs> because I feel like that is a very, uh, I think that's a, the real main cause of it. Cause you, we are seeing like when it comes to Instagram, people looking for like instant validation and much more. And what we, and we won't be honest about it is we've seen more women out there pretty much revealing more than they probably want to, to get the attention. And I, at that same time, that can probably draw the attention of like the wrong guy. Absolutely. I'm sorry um, to interrupt. Are you, is it noisy back here? Because 
just when I decided to do this podcast with you, like the lawn people decided at the same time that they're going to cut the grass. Oh, no, it's, it's all good. I haven't heard anything. I think you, um, so nothing picked up on my kid. Okay, right good. Now. Okay, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't So, any yeah, issues. we all good. We all good. It's all good. Good, good, good. So, basically, your question is that um, women are expecting something different when they're putting out yeah, it's like their yeah, the images are like in the complete opposite of what they're wanting. Yeah, it's so funny the dichotomy um, that people, what people do when they want love. I hear it all the time. Like, oh, I don't want anybody. I don't. I can do bad all by myself, and you know, yeah. I don't feel like dealing with the drama. How often do we hear our friends say all stuff like the time that? <laughs> or saying stuff like that? So we say we don't want it, but deep down inside. Do you think that they really enjoy going to bed alone at night, sleeping in a cold bed, not having somebody to hold them, kiss them, love them, treat them like a queen? They want love. They just want a healthy kind of love that fulfills them on a whole nother level because our spirits were created to experience that. That is a basic human need is to be needed and to be loved. And so when you are putting out into the atmosphere that you don't want that and it's drama and I don't feel like dealing with drama, then now you're conflicting. Now you're sending conflicting messages to the universe and you're wondering why you're getting a whole bunch of mess in your life. It's because the universe is confused. What do you want? So I always tell women, start with like mixed messages. being, um, yeah, be unashamed about declaring, I want a healthy love experience. And then go to work with learning what you need to learn so that you can attract that kind of experience. So with that said, I have to also bring this up too, because uh, another common thing I hear is like women in the professional field exceeding exceptional in their uh, careers much more, but they feel like they're intimidating other guys, I guess, because their success. So like how sh should a woman address that or like have her perspective of life so she doesn't get this negative view of like all of her accomplishments maybe her, her, her holding her back. All right, so I cannot, because my demographic of women that I work with are professional and successful single women. And I can't tell you, if I had a dime for every time I heard that, that uh -oh. I'm intimidating <laughs> to men because I'm so successful, it is absolutely not true. You know what's intimidating? What's intimidating is for a man to be with a woman treats him as if she does not need him. That's intimidating. What's intimidating for a man is to be with a woman who he feels will not see him as being equal in value to her because her income is higher. That's what's intimidating. So when women move energetically their work and their accomplishment and their financial status first, then that sends a different message. And it also attracts a different energy because a lot of these women they don't even realize they're attracting men who want to take advantage and who want to use them. But if you want to have a fulfilling, um, aligned partnership, then what you want to put out first is who you are, who's the essence of who you are. Then you understand that no matter how many things that you accumulate, that it will never equate to being fully loved by your soulmate, by your best friend, by your perfect partner. And I would say there's no perfect person, but there is that per perfect person for you. And so um, I always teach women that, you know, your type A personality works in the boardroom. 
all day long. Like that's what allows you to be successful at work and in your career and on your jobs. But that type A personality does not work in the bedroom. It's important that you know how to turn it off, literally push a button when you walk out the office to become that soft feminine woman who is okay with being vulnerable and allowing a man to feel needed in your life. You just said a mouthful right there. I'm just overtaking notes and listening. <laughs> that is a, a very big everything you're saying because I, a lot of things that you were talking about, and you just hit it like on the point because I, as guys, we have this discussion like in a barbershop and things like that. And everything you were saying, uh, we were pretty much talking about it. They were like, um, I don't feel like she's going to need me. She has all this success. Like I get treated like I'm pretty much under the you know bridge and like she can just run all over me and things like that. And so it can be intimidating. And this is not just yeah. like me saying it, it's them. And guys that are older than me saying this, I'm like, there has to be And then they're not wrong. afraid of being with a woman who's more successful, makes more money than them. That is not their thing. I, when I work with a woman, after I can get her out of this mindset and to start to increase her feminine energy, then she will find men, all kinds of men, successful, very wealthy men, or men who are, they're successful in their own right, but they might not be making as much money as she is. What they will find is that they will have a slew of men who are interested in just them. And it's like a lot of these women are like, this is mind blowing. Like where have these, where were these guys at? Well, they were there all along, but energetically you were repelling them because you were sending out that type A strong masculine energy. Men are not, straight men are not attracted, attracted to masculine dominated women. And that's the energy that's required in order to be successful in corporate America, unfortunately. And a lot of women don't know how to balance it and turn it off when they leave the workplace and turn into that feminine woman who is extremely attractive to a masculine man. And so once they're able to make that shift, then men don't feel like that because I know multiple women who make significantly more than their husbands and it's not even an issue. It's a, it's a team, it's a partnership. The man doesn't feel slighted in any way. She doesn't feel like she's losing anything. They're able to form a partnership on what's really important. And what's really important is how compatible is this person with you? Can they be your best friend? Can they support you in your visions and your dreams? And can you guys walk this life together? And I'm glad you brought that up because that transitions to the next thing that I was going to talk about is what is your definition of, let's say, the power couple, the team, and things like that? because you see all this kind of goals of like achieving like the big house and real estate and stuff like that as a couple. So what do you define that in your own words? Um, a power couple to me is not necessarily all the outer things that they're able to accomplish together. I can't tell you because I've coached several celebrity clients or high end clients and so many of them are so miserable. And they have everything. They have the big house, they have the cars, they have the bank accounts, they have everything. But unfortunately, what they don't have is they don't have a cohesiveness in alignment with their partner. Everybody wants to feel as if they are being seen, as if they're being valued, as if they can connect with somebody on an entire level that lifts their soul. And so a power couple is a couple who are best friends and they have the basic ingredients of love but that's not the only thing that's there because love is not enough to sustain a relationship they respect each other they can build together they value each other's input in opinions 
And with that, they can take it and create a recipe that produces a beautiful creation together. That's what a power, power couple is. A power couple are two people who can co-create together the reality that they dream for themselves and each other. Well said. That kind of reminds me of the J. Cole thing, love yours. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what's some other big things you got going on? I'm pretty sure you got some big engagement, probably conferences and things like that that's traveling all over. So tell the audience a little bit about, uh, about that. Yeah, so I um, have this Manifest Love Challenge that's starting on November the 26th. I'm really excited about that because it's a challenge that I've never done before. Um, like I shared, I, it's taken a decade, over a decade of research to gather the information in which I've been able to create a scientifically proven technique to help successful singles to fast track their way to love. And so I'm offering a challenge where I'm allowing 25 lucky people to join me on November the 26th for three weeks for free. And they will be able to start the journey with me. And those lucky 25 people will be giving all the material that I usually sell for $14.97. And they will have three weeks of that for free. Also, I have a live event that's happening my light just went off. I just have all kinds of things happening with you today. Um, I have hey, a live keep going, event. though. That's how we adjust to that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a live event that's happening um, on February the 8th. And that event is sure to sell out. It's going to be here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you can go on manifestlovelive.com to register for that live event and go ahead and secure your seat. And if you want to join the challenge, um, the challenge is going to be uh, lovetransformer.com. So that's L-O-V-E, transformer, T-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-M-E-R.com. Awesome, awesome. So on the closing statement, if you can leave some words for our audience so they can remember, um, what would it be? If I could leave a closing statement, I would say, my beautiful, lovely diva, you were created to be loved. That is your birthright. And even though you have experienced hurt and pain and dysfunction in your past, that does not have to be your future. You do not have to bump around and play Russian roulette with your love life because true love is waiting for you. It's all about putting you on the right path to be able to receive that love. So know for a fact, without a doubt, that you are divine, you are beautiful, and you are deserving of everything that God has in store for you. This has been Shay, Your Love Diva. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Shay, Your Love Coach. Also on Facebook at Shay, S-H-A-Y, Your Love Coach. And with that, she has officially dropped the mic. So we're going to go ahead and round this up. As always, it's your host, Chris Holmes. And you're welcome as well. Uh, it's all about next level and helping you bring your things to the next level. Um, and I have my special guest by the name of. Shay, you're a love diva. Awesome. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. We're going to have it on iTunes, Spotify, and much more because we got to keep uh, bringing people to the next level and get you to the life that you truly deserve. With that, we are out in peace and much love. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I put the way I put the way